dreamed I went to heaven And you were there with me We walked upon the streets of gold Beside the crystal sea We heard the angels singing Then someone called your name We turned and saw this young man And he was smiling as he came And he said, friend, you may not know me now And then he said, but wait You used to teach my Sunday school When I was only eight Every week you would say a prayer before the class would start. And one day when you said that prayer, I asked Jesus in my heart. Thank you for giving to the Lord. So many lives have been changed. Have been changed. 
Damien, thank you. Thank you. That song uh, just took on an extra, extra degree of significance for me. Wow. Thank you so much, Damien. You've touched my heart. Yes. And uh, all of you have touched my heart through what you have said and uh, what has been done here today. So very, very much. Uh, I, I'm just uh, deeply moved, deeply, deeply moved, my friends. That's all I can say. Today, Sunday, June 27th, 2021, as has already been said, officially marks 40 years since the Sunday in June of 1981, when uh, Cindy and I began our ministry here at Rosewood Church of the Nazarene. And by the way, uh, Pastor Steve, I'm, I'm sorry, and uh, Dr. Tina Patamber, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be able to give you my regular 45-minute message today. I know you're going to be disappointed about that, but in light of the time, I, I, I'm, I'm I'll have to be considerate about that, okay? But anyway... You know, in preparation for ministry, I had studied uh, four years at Nazarene Theological Seminary in Kansas City, Missouri, in the United States, where I earned the Master of Divinity degree, and uh, the Master's took three years, and then I spent an extra year in further studies, because uh, the studies were so excellent. Before going to Nazarene Theological Seminary, I graduated with a Bachelor of Science degree from the University of Toronto, right here in our beloved city. When my wife and I first started here, it was just the two of us, the two of us and our small congregation at, at that time. Gradually, our family grew. Our family grew, and I thought it would be nice to make a, a, a picture of the Stavropoulos family commemorating our 40 years of ministry at Rosewood Church. So my wife and I printed hundreds of pictures to give to you as a little gift from us. 
And so for those of you watching this service, you can see the picture on the screen. Uh, if our tech team can maybe put the picture on, on the screen, that would be nice. At the top of the picture, I, I put the words, Pastor Nick and Cindy Stavropoulos celebrate 40 years serving at Rosewood Church of the Nazarene, June uh, 1981 to June 2021. Uh, thank you, Lord and church family. That's what it says. And then at the bottom of the picture, at the bottom of the picture, I put the names of all of our family members. Uh, as I understand, uh, many of you would not know them, okay? And I specifically put on there the age of our four little grandchildren. Well, my wife and I would like you to have one of these little pictures. It's a standard four by six photo. It won't take up a lot of space on your fridge or wherever. Please just don't, don't use it. Don't use it underneath your birdcage, okay? All right? Uh, please drop by the church today. Drop by from 3 to 5 today or next Sunday, July the 4th from uh, 3 to 5 or some other Sundays coming up or you can pick up a picture through the week. To our out-of-town viewers and out-of-town radio listeners, if you would like a photo, please, please send us an email with your full address. Give your full name and full address, and uh, I would be happy to send one to you. Our Rosewood email address is office at rosewoodchurch.ca. Our church phone number is 416-298-9932. Uh, to our local Rosewood Church family, if it's possible for you to pick up the picture from the church sometime, that will, that will save my wife and I a lot of money in postage, okay? So if you can do that, that's great. If not, I'm happy to mail it to you. Well, I'm calling, I'm calling this message today a blast from the past. Isn't that good, huh? A blast from the past. And the reason for that title is because 40 years ago, on our very first Sunday at Rosewood, the theme of my message was love. That's what it was. The theme of my message 40 years ago, and I know I, I, I haven't changed a bit hardly, right? Haven't changed a bit in 40 years, right? Thank you, Edna. Thank you. You have good eyesight, sister. <laughs> okay. So the first message of Rosewood was on love. And uh, then I carried on with the theme of love for several weeks. And in those messages, I, um, <clears throat> well, I guess basically in those messages 40 years ago, I talked about how I wanted, I wanted desperately for us to develop a church that truly loved God, loved Jesus. Jesus, God came to earth in the person of Jesus that truly loved God and loved people. Now, someone might say, someone might say, well, how well have we done, how well have we done in developing a church that loves God and loves people? I suppose that everyone would have a, a slightly different answer to that question, truthfully speaking. What I do know, what I do know is that some years, some 
well, yeah, it was some years ago. Some years ago, we did a church survey and asked the question, what do you most enjoy at Rosewood Church? What do you most enjoy? The most frequent response when we did that survey was this. The most frequent response was, I feel cared about and loved. That's what was said. Uh, these days, in recent years, when I hold membership classes at the beginning of the lesson, I ask people to take a moment and just tell the group what they like the most about our church. And very often, many of the people say they really appreciate how they feel loved. Now, I am sure that we have not been perfect, and I am not perfect in showing love, but I do praise God. I do praise God for the large number of people who often tell us that you feel loved at Rosewood Church of the Nazarene. Forty years ago, my theme was love. Now here is today's blast from the past, but a very shortened version, okay? It's not the exact same message from 40 years ago, but as we look into the future, uh, I am eager for us to continue to grow. I'm eager for us to continue to grow how? To grow in loving God, loving God, loving Jesus, and in loving people, loving each other. All right? So turn briefly to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. All right? Now, uh, we have a, a collection, wonderful, beautiful collection of people to my left here. And part of the challenge for me is I know that if I don't speak straightforwardly into camera number one, a lot of you are going to be saying, well, why is Pastor Nick looking to that side so often? All right? It's just because I'm trying not to let anyone who's in the sanctuary here. Once again, we haven't officially opened up uh, for the regular services, but obviously we've had some special guests here today for my 40th anniversary. But uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, which we know as the love chapter, here's the first truth I just want to quickly share with you. The first truth is this. Let's remember the supreme importance of love. Amen? Amen? To begin with, anyone making notes? A, love is more important than anything you and I can say. That's true. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 1 says, If I could speak, why don't you, why don't you say it with me, read it with me from your screen. If I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. That's the New Living Translation. Point B. Love is more important than all the incredible knowledge you and I might have. The second part, or the first part of verse 2 says, If I had the gift of prophecy, and if I understood all of God's secret plans, here it is, and possessed all knowledge, possessed all knowledge, but didn't 
love others, I would be nothing. Isn't that something? Love is more important than all the incredible knowledge you and I might have. And then uh, truth C is this. Love is more important than having a faith that can result in incredible miracles. I'm sure that a lot of us would say, man, if only, if only I had faith, if only uh, God would use me to carry out incredible miracles. That's a good, good desire to have. But look at what the second half of verse 2 says. It says, verse 2b, And if I had such faith that I could move mountains, if I could have faith that could move mountains, but didn't have love, I would be what? Nothing. Wow. Let me take you to point D. Love is more important than having the most generous spirit. It's incredible. Verse 3 says, If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it, but if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. Wow. Wow. And then point E. Love is the greatest of the greatest. Verse 13. Verse 13 says, Three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1 says, Let love be your highest goal. Isn't that beautiful? Let love be your highest goal. Rosewood Church of the Nazarene family, to all of us, to every individual, let love be your highest goal and my highest goal in the months and in the years ahead. I'm planning to continue to pastor and preach for another 25 years. Pastor Steve is laughing. Yes. I'm planning to pastor and preach for the next 25 years at least. Thank you. Thank you, Edna. Thank you. All right. However long I live and however long you live, my friends, let love be our highest goal. Oh, uh, I have so much that I want to say here, but uh, I'm, uh, obviously I need to be concerned about, about your time. Let love be your highest goal. When love is our highest goal, we would not hear, we would not hear, as we heard this past week, we would not hear of two precious ladies, Islamic ladies. We would not hear about them being attacked just outside of Edmonton just because they were Islamic women. We would not hear of people doing stuff like that. That's terrible, right? 
when love is our highest goal, we would not hear about precious children, dear boys and girls being found buried in a mass grave and in other graves, whether it's British Columbia, Saskatchewan. Oh, dear. My friends, let love be our highest goal. How do we experience? How can you and I be filled with love? Glenn, show my third point. Would you skip all the other fantastic truths I had in there? All right? How can you and I be filled with love? Well, the answer is given to us in our Holy Bible. Galatians 5.22 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Amen? That's the NIV translation. The fruit of the Spirit is love. And 1 John 4, verse 7 and 8 declares, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God. For God is love. Let us continue to love one another. For love comes from God. And so, whether you're a child, a teenager, a young adult, middle-aged adult, or older adult, I invite us and I encourage us to pray and say, Lord, fill me, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your love. And the essence of holiness in the Church of the Nazarene is called to holiness. The essence of holiness is love. Amen. Let us pray. Dear God, O oh Lord, when we read these verses from 1 Corinthians and many other places, we are deeply moved. We are deeply moved by the realization of the excellence of love, the greatness of love, Love accomplishes so much. And so, Lord, I pray that you would inspire all of us. You would inspire all of us to seek you and seek your Holy Spirit and ask you to fill us, fill us with your Holy Spirit so that we truly love as Jesus loved. Yes, Lord, we want to be men and women filled with your Spirit, filled with your love. We want to love you with all of our mind, heart, soul, body, strength, everything that we are. And more and more we want to love one another. Yes, we're thankful. We're thankful to know that you loved us so much. You came to earth in the person of Jesus and you died on the cross of Calvary 
and paid the price for our sins so now we can be forgiven and adopted into your family and receive the promise of heaven. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings. And thank you for the privilege of knowing that our sins can be forgiven, not because we're good enough, not because we, we have earned enough brownie points, but because of your love, grace, mercy. And so, Lord, I pray that you would help all of us to receive and to be filled with your love as we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. And as we, as we go deeper in our relationship with you and call upon you to fill us with your love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.